Hello, I'm Mark Blunden and you're listening to the Evening Standards Tech and Science Daily and we're live from the Internet of Things Tech Expo 2021 in London. Yes, tech conference season is back. Everyone's flashed their vaccine passports. There's plenty of elbow bumping and IRL eye contacts returned here at London's Business Design Centre. So, IoT, that's the Internet of Things, making previously dumb devices talk to each other with low-power labels and sensors from kettles to food labels and even animals. And there's more on that one shortly. First, we spoke to Steve Clark, Managing Director of Organisers TechX, which is behind IoT Tech Expo Global. Steve, what, what is the significance of today? Well, today is a, a very a very major uh, day for, for us and the, the TechX team. It's our first live edition of TechX for, for nearly two years. So fantastic to be back in a in a live event setting and um, thousands of people descending upon upon London for, for the show. And so what sort of change to enable you to be able to, to host it now? We've had to uh, ad- adapt a, a number of new, uh, new policies. Um, you, know, you will have found when, when you guys arrived at the door today that you were obviously asked for, for proof of vaccination. We've got the, the uh, venue is, is, uh, is more ventilated than ever before. We have sanitizers um, all over the place um, and you know, everything is more distanced. We aren't, we aren't insisting on mask wearing, that's down to the individual. But there are, you know, there are a few changes to make sure that the environment here is as, as safe as it can be. But in, you know, in, in other material ways, it's much the same as it, as it has been. Great content and lots of, uh, lots of you know, fantastic uh, uh, people coming along. What are some of your, your highlights that we've got on for the next, uh, the next two days? Yeah, I mean, there's many highlights. The, the, the content um, here over the next two days really focuses in on, um, I suppose, the digital transformation journey, which is more paramount now than, than really ever, ever before. The world is a, is a much changed place. So we're looking at technologies um, like AI, uh, blockchain, big data, IoT, the technologies that are underpinning digital transformation journeys um, for, for large corporates and SMEs um, and enabling them to adapt and to, to stay, um, to stay at the, the head of their fields. Next, if you've seen those SpaceX rocket launches from Texas, there are batches of particularly tiny comms satellites stowed aboard. Antonio Waller joins me now, who is president of Swiss satellite firm Astrocast. Antonio, tell us about it. So Astrocast is the first uh, Swiss nano-satellite operator. We have a constellation of what's called nano-satellites. It's a very tiny satellite uh, which is specialised in uh, certain types of communication. In our case, it's a very low bitrate communication focused towards the Internet of Things, putting the emphasis on the things. So um, small electronic uh, devices that send very small amounts of data. And so it's about the size of a shoebox, each each satellite. Right now we have 10 satellites up in orbit in what's called low Earth orbit. Uh, We recently launched the, the last five with SpaceX, which you may have seen on on television and we plan to have a a constellation of around 100 satellites which is all we need um, to offer our services. So this has got to be I mean some of the smallest satellites that that, that exist right? Absolutely in fact 
the founder of our company was one of the um, engineers in the original Swiss Cube project, which is uh, the oldest, uh, in fact, has the Guinness World Record for being the longest uh, nanosatellite in orbit. It's been in orbit for around 14 years now. Um, what is the lifespan of the... Of your... They are, uh, you know, one, one, once they're up there, they technically don't have power, but the interesting thing about our satellites, we have a little propulsion system that allows us to deorbit in case of risk of collision, um, which is highly important, so uh, you know, if we get notified, we can actually move out of the way, uh, obviously to, to reduce space debris, and also importantly, when the service uh, life is finished, we can actually deorbit them, lower them in orbit, so they actually uh, burn out, let's say, uh, much quicker. So we reduce any risk of space debris and keep the pristine uh, environment safe. What is the end functionality of these? So basically, we're, we're a satellite network operator, so in a way, it's a little bit like terrestrial mobile phone. Um, operators, but instead of having masts on the ground, we have satellites up in low Earth orbit. Uh, only about 90% of the planet is actually covered by terrestrial coverage right now. We allow IoT projects not to be limited within a certain uh, region or space. And so is it the case that your these, these shoebox-sized satellites are going to have a lot of the same power and functionality as previous generations that were... As the big ones, that's right. That's right. But in this case, we're focused only on the small bitrate communication. We don't do any broadband, so we don't do voice, we don't do imaging. Again, just to reiterate, we're talking about things. You know, we're talking smart metering, we're talking trackers, um, we're talking access to an asset or a machine that it's in a remote area. Um, so very small amounts of data at the very, very, very low cost, with which gives you global connectivity. Let's go to the ads. Stay tuned for the latest news from the world of tech and science. Wanna hit follow in the meantime. This edition of Tech and Science Daily is brought to you by the AXA Startup Angel Competition. I'm Sharma Dean Reed, founder and CEO of the Stackworld, and I'm here to help you turn your business dream into reality. There are six chances to win the competition, including two top prizes of £25,000, mentoring from myself and leading UK founders, plus business insurance for a year, thanks to AXA. Go to standard.co.uk forward slash AXA Startup Angel for details on how to enter and complete your entry by the 2nd of June, 2024. Good luck. Welcome back. Here's the latest science and technology news from David Marsland. Thanks, Mark. First up, Firefly has released a new video of that rocket that exploded mid-flight last week. Ignition. The aerospace company says Alpha left the launch pad successfully at Vandenberg Space Force Base in California, but its climb rate was slowed by a fault in one of its four engines. Now, if you've been lurking on the comments pages of some newspapers' websites, you may well have come across pro-Kremlin trolls trying to spread misinformation. Cardiff University researchers say they've found suspect posts that are then picked up by Russian state media and used in articles claiming to reflect the opinion of Western people. Sites affected include The Times, Daily Mail and Fox News. Next, in the UK, prospective parents may soon be able to store eggs, sperm and embryos for up to 55 years. Right now it's just 10 years and the government wants to follow doctors' advice to give people more freedom to start a family. Now, Dyson. The company is apparently developing a robot that can climb stairs, the bane of many a vacuum cleaner's life. Patents just published show the machine uses three wheels to lift itself. 
And finally, the PlayStation and its former boss says making games for the PS5 will cost around $200 million. Sean Layden says budgets double with every generation of the console and it'll currently set you back $100 million to make a game for the PS4. No word on whether games will cost more to buy. You are up to date. We'll be back tomorrow at 1pm with day two from the IoT Tech Expo Global 2021 here in London. Plus the latest tech and science news from around the world. And why not come back at 4pm for the Leader Podcast for the latest from the Evening Standards Newsroom. See you tomorrow.